Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about the four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, and health freedom. And in that light, I'm always bringing on guests that are of the mindset, talking about freedom, financial control. And so today we have a very interesting guest. His name is um, Ian Morgan. And what's interesting is he transitioned from the pharmacy field, the medical field, into now into more of the business and um, financial side. So I'll let him talk about all of his experiences and journey. And we're going to talk about, you know, a lot of mindsets and how to succeed as a business owner today. So Ian, welcome. Yeah. Hi, Christopher. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Yeah, I know we had uh, met on Podmatch and, um, you know, you have a really um, interesting bio. You were in the pharmacy field and then now you're doing more entrepreneurial business type work. So tell us more about how you got started and we'll go from there. Yeah. So, so technically, I suppose by trade now, I'm an accountant, but as I was, as I was finishing high school and looking at what I was going to be doing, my, my mum was a bookkeeper and she just worked these crazy hours doing crazy, crazy long hours and seemed to always be stressed. And I was like, there is no way I'm going into anything accounting related. So where can I go? That's completely opposite and completely different. I was like, yeah, let's go, let's go medical. Let's just explore that. And probably, probably a far more rewarding job in terms of I was specifically making, I was in sort of aseptic, pharmaceutical aseptic rooms, making chemotherapy for, for patients, making parental nutrition for, for premature babies. And it was high accuracy. Yeah, sort of very rewarding. Obviously, I didn't get that patient contact, but we knew the effect of what we were having and helping people through very stressful times. And then ultimately, it led to it led to a position where I felt there was a lack of progression um, and that if I wanted to go on those next steps and increase my earnings, my only real possible way was to quit my job and go off to university and do a transition course to go from being a technician into being a full pharmacist or do something completely different. And by this point, I think, I think by that point, I've got two children. Uh, I've now got four. And the reality of the situation was uh, you can't quit your job with two children. Um, it just, it just doesn't work. So it was, okay, how do I, where do I go? What do I do? What skills do I have? And ultimately through the level of work that my mum took on when I was younger, I, I just picked up some accounting sort of skills along the way. So started doing an accounting course, um, sort of a, a sort of night school, and then just made a shift and became a trainee accountant went off into the accounting world, completely left medical behind, never been back since. And yeah, that was that, that was that sort of initial sort of early stages me. And then to go, actually, I've got financial frustrations in terms of where we're at and how am I going to take an element of control so I can, I can shift forward. 
Yeah, which is uh, really interesting. And, um, you know, I think your, uh, I don't want to say problem, but your dilemma during the course of your career was um, something that's experienced by a lot of people. They realize that, you know, they either hit a glass ceiling or, you know, what they signed up for was not a it would initially is is now not what they're looking for so and they're looking for other source of income and so one of the best ways to do that is to go out on your own you know start your own business and um so we'll get it right into the meat of it which is talking about mindset um what is uh so you talk about the uh, power of two minds working together um expand upon that yeah so from my point of view you have to start with mindset um, and that's where it stops. And ultimately, if you, you can create excuses, you can create sort of blockages or whatever, but ultimately it's it's you. It, it's You're creating your environment. You're creating who you're around. You're creating this whole, whole scenario. And I, th I think I learned that because that's what I did. I, I was blaming others for my own lack of progression, I suppose, is for, for want of a better sort of terminology. But yeah, now having sort of realized that and realized that it was really, it was me getting in my own way that now the sort of approach I suppose that we take is very much now to go when we're coaching people to work towards financial freedom is from, for helping sort of our coaches, I suppose to, to recognize that is to go, actually, all you need to be able to do is say what you're thinking that you think, Oh, is that, is that quite what I should be saying? Because usually what's happening is they've got loved ones around them who there's too much emotion and there's too much baggage that comes with doing that. So we have this great power when we're talking with clients to be able to go, yeah, if they've got this challenge and this struggle that we can go, do you know what? Hang on, you said you wanted to achieve this, but the actions you're taking are this. And that conflicts exactly with that. Why would you take that action? And yeah, just that complete power to to have that freedom to be able to do that without there's not the emotional baggage i suppose that comes with it you know i say all of this right and this this works fantastically and i've got my own coach who who does this this doesn't tend to work between those that you're closest to i know about this my wife knows about this that does not mean that we can do that to each other we can attempt and we can try but often it leads to then disagreement and things get said that you don't mean and so on this is more how do you make sure that you've got somebody who can open up your mind to see how you're getting in your own way? Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I like the this idea of, you know, emotional charge and emotional baggage and um, which is uh, the one of the thing is um, the other thing you talk about is um, which is really contrary to, you know, what we're taught is um, you talk about learning to be selfish first and, and then give back later, which is, you know, that, you know, that would rub the average person the wrong way. But uh, tell us more about that. Yeah. So this actually came. So when I left pharmacy, I went and trained as an accountant. Several years later, we then launched and start our own accounting business. And it, it grows nicely and it all looks fantastic on the outside. But if you, if you scratch beneath the surface and you see us, see what I'm living and what I'm going through. It's absolute chaos. Don't know whether I'm coming and going. Clients ringing me left, right and center and working just ridiculous hours. And 
this was all born out of, I think, this this underlying thing that the customer's always first. And that was that was my sort of that was my reason why I keep doing it. Oh yeah, but the customer, yeah, but the customer. And then just had a bit of a light bulb moment that just one day just went, this this can't continue. This this can't possibly be how successful people work behind the scenes. It just can't be. Otherwise, why is everybody chasing it? And just went on a little bit of soul searching, a little bit of discovery, reading lots of books. This is probably pre-podcasts, this really, the, when they were big. So it was, yeah, reading books, speaking to other business owners. And actually, it was a realization element to go, customer, customer isn't first. <laughs> like, if I'm not first and I'm not able to operate and I'm not able to run a business, we don't have any customers. So if the customers are in front of me, but I don't exist, then the customers don't exist anyway. So in which case that doesn't work. And I posed this question recently, actually, to, to a client that we were coaching who he'd fallen into a similar trap. And we just posed it and went, do you think that you're the most important to us? And he was like, oh yeah, definitely. And I was like, okay, hate to burst the bubble, but you're not like, if it doesn't work for me and it doesn't work for my family, I wouldn't be doing it. And that's not to say that we don't care. That's not to say the customer is not important, but it has to work for me and my family, then our team so that we're all comfortable and working well as a business and then the customer. And so then it was that element to go, okay, if we can put ourselves first and be selfish and look for exploring and growing in terms of an individual, then actually I'm able to give so much more back because I'm not questioning and going, ah, oh, actually this person doesn't pay too much. I need to cut this interview or this, this meeting short. I need to cut, I need to cut some corners on the services we're delivering because I can't afford to live and all of the pressures that go with that. So it was, it was not do not care about the customers. It was make it work for you. If it works for you and then it also works for your team and then it also works for the customer. That's the great position to be in. Yeah. It's interesting because uh, now in, in healthcare in the United States, now um, self-care is very, is advocated and, you know, physicians taking care of themselves first, um, you know, and, uh, you know, what's interesting is, you know, when I was starting out, I would say yes to everything. And then basically putting out fire, running around people calling just, and then as I started to set more boundaries and then say, uh, you know, say yes to certain things and say no to different things than the, the sort of um, all of this confusion and, you know, the the bad customers, they, you know, they, they don't, you know, I, I don't take them anymore. And so, you know, it's, it's quite interesting. Once you prioritize and then you sort of um, create, because what you're describing is creating boundaries. So once you create boundaries, then you allow the certain things to that will help you thrive to come in and then you eliminate the things that are negative or toxic or energy draining. So what's the other thing is um, you talk about, um, so what are some of the biggest challenges that you had and what did you learn from them? Definitely had lots. I think probably one of the, the biggest challenges is surrounding this, um, this want and need to want to help people who you feel are less fortunate. And so from an accounting business perspective, we were like, oh, let's help the really small self-employed people who they're only earning 20, 30,000 pounds a year. We can really make an impact. And actually the truth was we can't because they can't afford to invest. 
and therefore we couldn't afford to to deliver and what i ended up doing by doing that was just becoming this crazy busy fool that uh, i think uh, at the peak, I was probably responsible for around about 600 clients and it just, it was chaotic. I, I, I can't, I can't even fathom the words to describe what it was like, but it was certainly, it was not as rewarding as I was leading myself to believe. And ultimately though, it looked, it looked good. And there was an element you could, so you, the easiest person to lie to in this world is yourself, right? And the lie I kept telling myself was, yes, but we keep gaining new clients. We keep getting new customers. We must be doing a great thing. We keep growing. And I think on the flip side of that is you said about you know, saying yes and saying yes to the wrong things. I can't remember who, who said this to me, but it was very poignant at the time, was that every time you say yes to something, the inverse is happening. You are saying no to something else. So every time I was saying yes, I will take that new client, I was saying no to going to... I don't know, my son's parents evening at school or going to that birthday party with a friend after work. That was what was happening. And we were taking 10, 15, 20 new clients per month. And I met a business coach not long around that time because and just sort of opened a conversation, just went, I don't know what to do. I'm just lost. I've just got this absolute chaos. And I feel like I feel like I'm carrying everybody else in our business. I'm, I'm like this super guru who knows everything and everyone else can't step up to my standards. And his thing was, okay, tomorrow you double your fees. I was like, no, this is scary. Tomorrow ended up being six months, right? But we took the plunge and six months down the line, we did, we doubled our fees. Not everybody left, um, which was the fear that I had. Um, we did lose a significant number, maybe 20 to 30%. But ultimately what happened in that moment when we did it was the average fee per client obviously went up. The overall average fees of the business went up, but suddenly we've got time. And it just kick-started this process where I could start to drop the ego. And I think probably needs some underlying elements of that. Most people who are going to run their own business, in my view, have an ego. They think they can do it better than everybody else. And you have to have that in order to be a business owner because there's some, I was going to swear then, but <laughs> there's some really rubbish times that, that are going to go through as a business owner. And you need to have that ego and drive to think that you can get through that. But at the same point, you have to be able to be prepared to drop that ego and recognize that actually the real winning way that you move forward is by hiring and surrounding yourself with people who are better at certain aspects of doing the work than what you are. And it's at this point that I started to shift from seeing, I think, I don't know if you guys are aware of um, traction and EOS process um, by Gino Wickman, and you have uh, a visionary and an integrator. And it was around this time that I became across that. And I stopped viewing my wife, Sam, as negative, pessimistic, always putting my ideas down to, oh my God, look at all these skills you bring. It's like organization, it's structure. You stop us chasing after what is a bad idea, but I think every idea I have is amazing. And we became an unstoppable team at that moment in time. I had the natural sort of leadership and flair to bring the positivity. And she just had this grounding, and still does, have this grounding structure 
organization. And I just shifted almost overnight from seeing all of that as bad to being good. And different wasn't bad, different was good, potentially. And yeah, we just shifted to becoming this completely unstoppable force where yeah, there was clear elements that we could, we shifted that complete negative to positive. Just with, I don't think there is one particular moment that, that I know there is a particular, I can't, there must've been a particular day where I woke up different, but I think it was just a collection of lots of different books, lots of coaching. I've been on lots of courses that there was just some kind of penny drop moment that just went staring me in the face. I'm the problem. This comes back to the mindset we were talking about earlier. It's, it's not everybody else. It's not the team aren't good enough. It's that actually I'm saying I trust the team because I think them, they're good. But at the same point, every time a new piece of work comes in, it's like, oh, I'll do that because I'm the best and I can do it. Well, that doesn't show that I trust and think they're capable. So how, how do I change that? Yeah, that, that was that big shift. So it was probably the biggest, the biggest, biggest challenge was myself thinking that I had, I was the best and getting out of my own way. Interesting. Very, very well said. And, um, you know, uh, I know a lot of you, you have a lot of experience, um, you know, talking about journey and success. Um, how can people, um, find you, follow you? I know you have a YouTube channel, um, and how can they, um, contact you? Yeah. So got a YouTube channel and a podcast, um, it's called the leaky bucket and it, it's mainly where we're going into this, the Everyone thinks that business owners have this underlying secret to success. And actually, I think the secret is that it's not that secret. It's look for things that don't work, create a plan, fix them and do the hard work. And that's, that's it. It's nothing amazing, but it was just going through the process of unveiling that by just interviewing lots of successful business owners who, yeah, we can just reveal and go, there is no real secret. It's, it's plain and simple. Um, so yeah, you can, you can certainly find us in terms of podcasts on all the, the favorite podcasting channels. We're on YouTube as well. And then to reach out to me, mainly I'm around on LinkedIn, uh, just Ian Morgan, and I'm sure you can post a, a link within the show notes. Yeah. For all the listeners and audience, uh, Ian's resources will be in the links and show notes. And I love your, your final quote is, um, there's no secret sauce is you know it's hard work it's great it's a little bit of luck but uh, most of the time it's just putting your head down executing and um and uh, eventually we all come out on the other end so uh, thanks so much for coming on and um we look forward to hearing about your future success yeah thanks so much for for having me chris it's been it's been great